Here we go. You ain't no time to y'all. Welcome to the show, the only true show where men get to relax and be men right here. And we call this show Girth. And if you got your grandmama up with the kids and stuff, tell them to take their punk ass to bed because right now grown men going to have real talk. Um... Uh, but before I get started, I'm the one and only the big homie one to call Miles Dixon. You always catch me on the Rise of Ground morning show every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m., 10 a.m. with your punk ass. Um, and two, none other than my, my one of my favorite hosts. He's the one and only the bigger homie that's bigger than me. This get down freely and quite frequently when it comes what? down to the E-Block Radio Network. What Ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you Q that pickle back is definitely fucking with you, dog. You already know what it is, man. It's your boy Q Lewis holding it down live. From the 48205. Red zone, zone, baby. Gang, gang. Gang, gang, bitch. <laughs> That's what we do right here. Okay. I never say that just for the for the record. He don't say gang, gang. I'm not being indicted on this. But we already said, like, our podcasting family is like a, is a gang. It's, it's a gang. It's, it's like, a fucking gang. It's a lot of us. Um, and so we, we bought a, and so I bought one friend Damn, along. Weight, and and titties time. looking longer. <laughs> I ain't looking at this. Like, Nicole, fix my camera and shit. Yeah, your titties, titties looking yeah, long. Your titties looking like exclamation marks. Um, <laughs> right. Um, Goddamn. Anyway, all right. Go ahead, Doug. Shout out we to got Sugar, company. Right. Shout out to Sugarbox Cocktails that gave us the pickleback. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the white people who thought this shit was cute. Shout out pickle to the Pickleback is not fucking ass. Shout I mean, it's, it's not good, right? There. Yeah. Shout out to the white people who always put anything in anything just so they can get anywhere. Um, right. Hence yeah. monkeypox. Hence monkey, monkeypox. <laughs> put anything in anywhere. My, my, uh, I, just, I, I just seen on um, 60 Minutes. Um, <laughs> Carca- sorry, Caucasian got ain't no pox going on. But go ahead, what you say? Look how big the hole in my fucking. <laughs> this, is, I just, this is a comfortable ass t shirt. Hey, you know what? This motherfucker's <laughs> neck big as hell is big. <laughs> Remember, like a V-neck. Remember, I told you that. Remember that shirt I had? I was like, my 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 neck around my um, shirt was too scared to touch my skin. Oh, that's what this shit that's doing you, right that's now. That's what you're yes. looking like right now. Okay, y'all. In that. case you don't know, I bought I bought one friend alone, and next on the mic is my man Kev. Yo, Kev, won't you sing that song? Well, hey, I don't know what you want me to say, but uh, I'm here. I'm here. Right. Thank you for having me. I thought Damn. he had bars. I, I do have it's bars. Like he had bars right. I do. I do have bars. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Ain't no problem. Sure. Ain't but next on the mic is my man, Ken. I can't. I'm empty dip. The ladies wimp. The women fight for my delight because I'm the grandmaster. <laughs> you remember that record, Kev? Of course. Rapper's delight. Of course. Kev, uh, I invited Kev over here because uh, Kev was a cool do plus um he don't believe shit's thing so when we say we're gonna be on five minutes he tells us people 15 but he just want to look good so i don't blame him um he got a show coming out he's one man dying he presents laugh out loud october 29th it's a comedy cabaret and uh uh give him a round of applause he clapping he don't think no he you know you already got sound effects um at the new rosedale house y'all that's 18845 west mcnichols uh is that that's in the rosedale park area yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll talk more about that. But right now, uh, we're gonna get straight to the topic. The topic of today is living life with lesser stress. And when I say lesser stress, people have to understand you are gonna have stress, right? Um, so when you try to cap something off, all like, oh no, I'm gonna have less stress. Just have lesser stress. Um, we all know I always talk about the Power Networking Conference that I went to roughly about three weeks ago in Houston. One of the gentlemen I met had died last Friday. Damn. Yeah. Somebody you just met? Someone I just met. Shit. And he was cool as hell. 
Damn. Um, and, you know, I hate this, that, but people like, he died doing what he loved to do. As soon as he got off stage after the Power Networking Conference, he um, he went to Dr. Stacy Grant's um, conference in mm -hmm. uh, New York, and he died right after he did his speech. God damn. He collapsed. Um, so shout out to his family. Let's send my prayers out to his family. But, yeah. but the thing is, we have to operate with less stress. Mm -hmm. That was the whole point, especially men. Men, we hold on so much, and then we explode sometimes on the wrong people. And sometimes Shit. we internally, intern, intern, yeah. internally, and externally on the wrong people. Sometimes we have to understand that everybody's situation, everybody don't know your situation. So sometimes things just really have to be talked about and talked mm -hmm. out. You know what I mean? And for that man just to die like that, I felt bad at first. I seen when Brother Bedford put it up in the call, right? But I did not. I thought he was just saying how of a good time he had at the Power Network conference. But he said, right. he said my heart weighs heavy, and I didn't even read that part. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I felt kind of bad, like damn. And he he said, brother, I'm just calling to check on you because I didn't get a chance to talk to you, yeah. and I want to make sure you was well. And I think a lot of times, men, we don't check. Kevin been checking on me because I've been going through a situation. Anybody know I really don't tell my business, but I've been going through a certain situation. So he checked on me. And a lot of times, men do not check on other men. Like D. Jones made a comment when he used to drive me off at the house. He said, man, I don't even wait till you get in. I think that's gay. But sometimes you got to make sure that you know. D. Jones just be saying shit, bro. I think he do, too. And he, just he don't do mean shit. that shit. He just he be saying shit. He do shit purposefully because, you know, I don't know. I think, but I think it's men. Men just need to know how to communicate better with each other. I do that shit hundred percent. I don't give a fuck who I'm dropping off. Yeah, I know. Cause you, you drop me off. Yeah, yeah, I'll wait. Because yeah. anything, I could have collapsed in the door. Anything. Anything. Yeah. yeah. Shit. I don't so, um, my mom raised me. So, um, Kev, <laughs> we don't, we don't open the question up with you because you are our guest. Uh, what do you do to less your stress? Oh man. Um, it depends on the day. I mean, if I'm yeah. with my boys, I fish a lot. So I'm a serious fisherman. Um, me and my boys, shout out to the bait boys. We fish. I remember I did that flyer. Yeah, we fish on Sundays. Um, Y'all are a real gang, a fisherman yeah, it gang. It started out with five of us, and um, it's like 75 of us now. Oh, that's Damn. Cool. But you got my, my our faithfuls. Is uh, Shout out to my boy Ken Netters, Marvin Jones, um, Glenn Norris, and uh, my boy Boo Man, Anthony McGay. But I'm about to say, we don't got time to shout out no 70. No, 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 I ain't going to shout out 70. Like, oh, 75 that's, of that. That's, so. uh, that's one way I deal. I deal with stress, um, honestly, by playing too much. Seriously, a jokester. My woman could tell me you play too much. My mm. sisters, my boys. I mean, my boys got the same attitude. I I hang with like-minded people. Okay. I can get on my sister's nerves. I can get on my you know significant other's nerves. I can get on them playing too much. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been through some shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. Sometimes. And hey, you can't really say shit on I'm here. I'm sorry. No, I'm just. You can say what the fuck you want to. You just can't say shit. Y'all drinking that, but I can't say shit. But, but you can't say shit. But you can. We can say what the fuck you want to, okay. but you just can't cuss and shit. Damn, okay. <laughs> so, like I said, man, you, you never know what the fuck I said. You right. never know um, what a person's going through. You know what I'm Damn, y'all all right? No, that shit must have got stuck to the bottom. You never know what a person's... That's the shit I'm talking um, about right there, Kev. You never know what a person's <laughs> going through. I always said that um, instead of pointing the finger at somebody like damn this motherfucker blah 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 mm. instead pray for him because you don't know what he's going through that made him react in that way yeah. you know nah, what I'm that's saying that's right. yeah. I, I always say I um I had a fit one time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and woke up in the penitentiary 
You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's it, how that it, shit works. It's real. Yeah, that's, that shit real. It's real. So yeah, that's real. I feel you on that on that point though. Like, it's a lot of people, and like I, I know we at a certain age and shit where you got to start figuring out, you know, your life if you haven't figured it out already. So right. obviously, this is a serious situation. But I, I I just feel like some people just too fucking serious. Like at the end of the day, dog, niggas is dying. Like before you can finish a sentence, like we talking right now, a nigga died. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. just like or got shot, right? Or got shot or some shit. Like I ain't saying don't take life seriously, but like don't take it so serious. Like you, you gotta have a sense of humor. Like bro, well, all this shit can't be. Well, sometimes you just gotta take a deep breath and and see is it worth even talking about what most people um, uh, deem to be uh, worthy. Sometimes important. Yeah. yeah, sometimes things happen. And the misunderstand. I had a misunderstanding with a friend of mine today, and to to have a misunderstanding in versus talking out as men, I just think we got so much on our stress that we we don't have that that option in a sense. If you know what I'm saying, if you if you got the right people in your circle, then misunderstandings That's should be something that that you can that you can work through. Mm-hmm. I think if you if you if you cool with somebody that. Every mis, uh, you know, every misunderstanding turned into a motherfucking all-out war. Then it's the wrong motherfucker to be dealing with. Because well, if you, you know me and I know you, like, you shouldn't have war with your boys, though. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So I that's, what, that's what I'm saying. I've never fallen out with a, a, a homie. You know, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. So if you have, that nigga don't need to be in your circle. Is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. for sure. And right. so, I agree with that. And, and sometimes a misunderstanding, man, like, like me. I, I probably be the most misunderstood person a lot of times because I'm not good at communicating. I don't communicate well, right? Well, at least you know that. <laughs> right, but, but I do know that, but at the same time, others don't. Mm. And somebody pointed out to me that, man, you just need to communicate, and he was absolutely correct. But I just understand who I am, and I want people who, who are around me to understand who I am. So if it don't, if I don't communicate well, please feel free to let me know. Yeah, you know, help what I mean? you out. Help me, nigga. You know when, you, when y'all <laughs> say me, nigga, when y'all please. say living with um less lesser stress. I say lesser, yes, lesser. Yeah, right. lesser. You gonna have we, some, we ain't gonna yeah. correct the English right, right now. No, it's not. This, this is but, men can say what the hell we want to do on the girl show. But speaking of, of of stress from a man's standpoint, it's totally different from a woman's. All day, you know, a woman yeah. they can. Cry in their girl's arms. I don't see females lay on the couch while her girl rub her hair. She's going through it right now. Stop playing, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But a man. Can't you, do that. You can't do that. You literally got to cry by yourself. By yourself. By in, yourself. Inside of a room. Exactly. Or, or, I mean, but I'm not going to lie. <laughs> with, Ke- with, with Kev, and I ain't going to lie in the moments of girth, I'm not going to lie. It been some tears shed. Whether at this, at this table or other table, I didn't cry in front of my people, and I wasn't afraid to cry because I, I look at it like I was amongst men in the sense of they had my back. You know what right. I mean? Right. Um, and a lot of us, me, Don, and uh, Q have similar Kendrick spirits when it comes down to our mothers. All of all of our mothers died, have passed away. I hate to say the word died, but have passed away and passed from cancer. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. And we, what's crazy is we didn't even know that. We didn't even until know. We started doing the show. Wow. We started yeah. doing the show and then we started telling stories and it was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. yeah a, lot, a lot of our lives are similar in the sense of our parenting, uh, not parenting, mm-hmm. but our parents, our mothers, and spe- specifically passing away. Okay. And we start to understand the reason why we are how we are. Um, 
we do cater to we have like you said we do cater to a men crowd in a sense because we don't have like you said we don't have that support group like women like you said women can go to the bathroom together let me let me like hey you gotta go to the bathroom yeah me too and we walk away holding hands they're like man what the hell are the fruit cakes it's man. our it's our uh, you know what our, I mean? our, our structure is our social Social structures are set up different. Most definitely, women, and, and, and don't and don't let us cry. Not cry in your arms. They're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, and then it'd be something simple like, um, my daughter got her period, right? Mm-hmm. And then we, me and crying about that, they'd be like, what the fuck wrong with you? You know what I mean? <laughs> and, then, right. and we got we have to change the the whole narrative. Like I ain't gonna lie, it took me to be an adult to like tell my niggas I love them. It's different. We ain't. We just was. We ain't grow up like that. You know, so it, you, it took you know. me to become an adult to feel right. comfortable. Like, all right, cuz I should love you, dog. Love you, bro. Yeah, and like it's just didn't know. No lie. Do you know who showed me that? Hmm. You said my first of my me and my brother Dion. We always said we tell each other we love each other, but we are how we are, right? Yeah. Yusuf Shakur. Shout out to my dog. Yusuf Shakur. When he came and met me, he's like, bro, I didn't know you was that deep. Mm. People say I should meet you, but I didn't know what I was meeting you for. Now I know. Yeah. Now he said, from one brother to another, I'm going to tell you right now to your face, I love you and I appreciate it. And he hugged me. I'm looking at him like, what's this for? Yeah, because you don't even understand. Because like he, a, he a motherfucking super thug, right? Shit, you know what I'm saying? Like he, uh, He's he a reformed mon- out. And shit, he was a monster. He a fucking monster. So it's like shit. If this nigga can show love, nigga, I know. Right. I, I've seen skits or not skits, but like videos where like like uncles and you know fathers and shit just like hugging their sons and nephews and shit, and it's awkward for the kids because they don't know. And it's like, nigga, I'm gonna tell you shit. I'm forty. I'm forty three now. I think. When I was 30-something, I remember buying my old man a birthday card. And this was the first time in my 30s. Mm. This is the first time I told my old man I loved him. Wow. I, I had him a birthday card, and the birthday card said that. Like, I know that we love you know that we love each other, but we never often say it. So I, I gave him the card, and then I read that shit out loud. And then we both just kind of laughed. He was like, shit, I love you. That was crazy. But what 30-something about, years. But what about that uh, kid who didn't have a father? What about yeah. that kid who, yeah. who who was never shown the affection from you know the standpoint of a man? You yeah. know, yeah. I, I tell people I mean, this all the yeah. time. Um, in our in our culture, you can't expect like a lot of us men fifty plus mm. that was in the streets early on in life. Yeah. We thought that's what we were going to do with the rest of our lives. That was it. But we didn't understand the um, concept of time, how time <sighs> waits for nobody, Man, how time what? goes by like that. Wait for and, nobody. And, you know, a lot of men, when I say I play too much, I'm not immature. I know mm-hmm. what I want and I know what I want to do uh, in my facts, life. Facts. I'm fine. But oh, said you can't expect a man, and I feel <laughs> sorry for some of us because I was in that situation too, mm-hmm. and I still got my own fucked up ways. But you can't <laughs> expect a man to grow up who wasn't raised. Like that's, yeah, yeah, but that's deep. the honest to truth, um, through, through everything I've learned, no matter what, and I do see what you're saying, Kev, because it's a lot of men who, a lot of boys was growing up to be men who was raised like that, right? In the sense of not having no leaderships or no guidance. But I will say this, um, you have to be coachable as a child as well. Mm-hmm. You have to be open enough to receive the love from your father, from your friend's father. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. or from your friend's uncle or from your friend's big brother. Them days over with, bro. Well, I mean, no, they're not. He, uh, <laughs> no. Listen, listen. He said that shit's dead. Them day, listen, listen. <laughs> that shit did. You got, um, let's put it like this. Crack babies, our parents now. No, no, no. So, so the DNA is fucked up. No, I, I agree with that, but here's a th- Hey, you ever saw, let's say, a, a person who has autism, right? Mm-hmm. If they don't open up, it's because they have a problem, mm-hmm. right? But there's a lot of children who has autism that opens up and walk up to you and hug you, mm-hmm. right? It's because of a fami- of an energy that they get, like, like they need, like you need this. I was told not not to cut you off. No, you a, you meant to because you cut me off. Go ahead. I was told that a child. I was told that I was told that a child with autism can pick up your bad spirits all day. Like if you a bad person, all day, killer, murderer, you got bad intent, mm-hmm. they won't mess with you. Well, it's not that. And sometimes they hug you so they can cover you more. Because oh. because sometimes they have. Here's one thing I tell anybody who knows me, and. Some would say yes, and some would say I don't know, Miles. But I'm in between anointed and gifted. Okay, mm-hmm. I have the ability to bring people together that people say they would never be around each other. Right, right. I have the ability to make sure that certain things is being fulfilled. I'm sorry, Nicole. I'm fuck you up. I'm moving all over the place. <laughs> I, I, I have the ability to um, bring people in a circle who never meant no good to no one until they find out there are good people. You feel me? Mm. And it's just, it's again, between anointed and gifted, mm. meaning I have God's gift of being who I am, but I have an anointed spirit to say that this is a safe place for you to be. Yeah. So with that being said, I don't really worry about what most people worry about. Today was the first time I even cared what somebody said to me in a long while. What happened? Wow. Um, I, I'm <laughs> curious now, like, what happened? No, because somebody said I don't communicate well. But, oh, yeah. well, oh, that and, just happened today. Right. And so a year and a half ago, Nicole and Fifi sat me down and said very similar things, right? Mm-hmm. And history repeats itself. I hated to repeat itself so soon. Yeah. You feel me? But I get caught up in a place. Mm-hmm. But my friends who are my friends know I get caught up in a place. Right. So my friends be like, that's Miles. Give him a day, yeah. or leave him alone right now. Yeah. He's he's not right now. It's not a good time. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's not like don't say shit to Miles. It's just like now it's not a good time for him. Right? Because we already been through this before. Yeah. Like Q. Like when when I say Q, so, Nicole Q showed up on Tuesday morning. Oh, this, nigga, this nigga swear he clairvoyant. No, <laughs> on, thir- on Thursday morning, right? <laughs> he's on the show. So I swear he clairvoyant. When I turned the corner, I said. One day Q just gonna surprise the hell out of me, right? And just pop his ass up. As soon as I put in the driveway, I see a truck. I'm like, I slow down. I say, if this is Q, I swear to God, first thing I'm gonna tell him is, dog, I just thought about you. What's the first thing I said when you got out of the truck? He's like, nigga, I just, I was like, dog, don't tell me you knew already. You tell that somebody. But, but it's, you know, I'm a weak ass believer. I don't believe shit. He don't believe shit. Hell thing. Nah, I don't. But, but right now, I knew he had to go take a dump before he started the show. I did. But he, but he didn't believe me. Uh, you ain't know that. Uh, I was holding that. Calvin said, "Yes." Um, now oh shit, we, my bad. Yeah, Calvin said, these. "Now we understand. Yes, we can, and we do have friends okay, that we I share what as men." Yes, dope. know that you know, we are Facebook, not just pulling up Facebook, we babies comments. and parents. And <laughs> know 
They are not. We babies and uh, we. I don't know. Cal. Oh, uh, we babies are parents too. Crack crackheads are parents too. I know a lady who fully took care of her children and was definitely a dope fiend. You know what I mean? So Cal, if you want to, man, give us a call three one three. Two six six two eight one one. Of course, we would love to hear your voice right here on Girth. On I must say, on the Rise the Grind Morning Show, right here on podcasting, right? No, the Girth. That's dope that Cal is checking us out. That's so dope. Right. And shout out, to, right? Shout out to all the podcasting family that 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 helps support the whole network. Um, Nikki. Nicole, Nikki Nance, uh, Dro, uh, Ebony K, girl boy, you gotta cut, the, you gotta cut it down, you gotta cut your volume. Hey, look at her face. Oh, I'm sorry. Listen, no, look at her face. I'm new. Hey, look, hey, get her, hey, get her, hey, man. Hey, look, no. hey, look, Kev, you remind me of a brother who just came home from prison on how to work a phone. <laughs> and she looking like, turn listen, it down, please. She like, turn, turn it down, down please. please. I'm sorry. Turn that radio I am down. So sorry. Damn. Calvin said, uh, yes, we can, and we do have friends that we share. We just read that, Kevin. You got to keep up, goddammit. I'm sorry, man. Don't worry about that. He's excited. He got that shit Exactly. Hey, look, guess what? You're welcome to come back next week whenever time you're ready. I appreciate that. Most definitely. Appreciate that. Because we need real true voices out here to make things work. Huh? Most definitely, we need true men. So I'm writing a book called Males, Man, and Men. Males, man, man, and men. I tell women this: the the the, the problem is mm-hmm. they deal they don't know what other th- which other three. To oh deal yeah, with. this is different. Shit, yeah, sure. It's definitely it's definitely like different. Your male species, this shit don't make you a man, right? Just give you a male species, and male and males is the ones who just constantly just dumping babies with no purpose. You feel me? Gotcha. Who tr- I I hate men who swap out clothes. That just that just. What, what do you mean swap out clothes? Man? I mean, can I wear that blue shirt you got? People still do that, man. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. No. Yes. Call her. You're on the air. We got. We, we definitely got to call her. Call her. You are on the air. Oh, that was. <laughs> Hello. What happened? You called to? No. <laughs> okay, they hung up. So they was listening and and. That's what. I was like, Kevin, you are doing some crazy good <laughs> shit today. Hey, can we get back to what we were saying about, yeah. um, I said something about crack yeah, babies. Yeah, oh, crack yeah. babies are now parents, right? Yeah, crack babies are definitely parents. So that, that whole DNA, right? Yeah. Mixed with. Shit, I don't know, dog. Yes. Let me give it to you. Crack quick. parents is grandparents now. That's true. Hell what yeah. I'm saying. That These whole, niggas is uh, that whole, lean if, parents. If you remember when we were kids and they showed a crack baby shaking, coming out the womb and. Now you yeah, said that now, now you said they're sure. grandpa so they grandpa think mental it. Well, I yeah. think I would think Thanks. here here I, I would feel what you're I, I hear I would blame it more on um what was the what was the governor who fucked us over real bad? Angler, Angler, Angler. Angler. He closed and all, closed the, all when, the, uh, now, the the site joints. When he claimed, when he closed all the site joints, yeah, yeah, they were fucking, and they were fucking <laughs> and making babies. And I know those, that was a serious statement. Yeah, but those babies are now. Grandparents. Facts. You feel me? So, call you on the air. Yeah, I'm on the air, and so are you. Cal, just you know, Calvin trying to get in the, in the 1X in the, by the beginning of the year, and he's feeling himself very he feeling well. Himself? Right Shout now, out to my nigga Cal. No, no, he don't have to wear a 3X right now. He in the 2X. It's a tight 2X with the motherfucker in the 2X. Okay? So... You shout out to Cal. He's funny so so he can say shit like that. What up, though, Cal? Hey, what's up, 
Well, one thing for sure, if I put on the 2X, you're right, it'll be a little tight. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be around this looking like right. boy. You went around this boy looking like Brutus for real. <laughs> right. But no. But, but, would you but, rather? But I just, just, just coming fresh off a, a town hall with mothers with sons and, and listening to you all have, have this conversation about uh, lesser stress in the life and talking about the things that males and men and what we deal with and go through. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that we have to stop doing as, as men is saying these things that we can't or cannot do. We, sure. These are all the things we can do. Um, the other thing is before it was crack babies, there was heroin addicts, uh, raising kids, doctors, lawyers, all addicted to heroin. Um, I, I think we found this to be an excuse because people couldn't get off. Then we got the weed babies, and we mm -hmm. see what that looked like. But we got to stop putting shit on our cognitive period other than information and books and love, right? That's what, that's what the men, uh, the men need the most, each other. In the room, the mothers were saying they can't find uh, quality quality men to mentor their son. Ooh, I know you and, got, I know you got, that is, I know you got, an, I, I know, you, hold on, when they said that, what did you say? Because I got to hear your response. <laughs> right. Well, I, I just, you know, my, my point was they're out here, we got to stop throwing away men. There you go. We got to do a better job. We got to do a better job at understanding because we went uh, decades without even understanding the true value of men. Right. Um, as 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 my man just said, you know, he waited till he was thirty to tell his dad he gave him a card, right? And right. That's right. We that's we, crazy. We teach, we teach some of the the worst habits to boys: silent um, uh, video games. Uh, we teach some of the worst habits uh, uh, to boys: uh, telling our boys to sow their wild oats. Uh, you know, the whole be fruitful and multiply, have multiple women. But we don't teach our boys to be married and how quality that is and what that represents to a family. Uh, we we want to teach uh, wealth and, and, and uh, wealth and everything, but we don't understand that if you don't have a family, who are you going to pass that wealth to? That's true. So there's a number of things that uh, we can do to have lesser stress. Uh, and then the last one is uh, make sure you eat your green vegetables to protect your prostate and bust, bust, bust. But Cal, I would say this, man. You know, you know, I got, I got um, high admirations wow. for you and your, and your wife. I, I love the fact how you uh, teach Ra, how you talk to your children. The most important thing that I've learned from you since I've known you is that you care, and you care in a way to where. You show that you care. You care in a way that you prove that you care. You care in a way to where anybody who see you should understand. Like this is as a man. This is a, a a man a man who's in the men's zone. And I say the men's zone is a person who lived a life as a male, becoming a man, and now you're in the men's zone. Meaning you under you you speak from wisdom and you talk with wisdom and you live with wisdom, and that's the most important thing. And I love you, brother, for being who you are. And I just want to put it out there so people just don't think you just somebody regular who just calling in like we don't know who the hell you are. I know exactly who you are, and I learned from this man. So y'all got to give Calvin Mann a round of applause. For sure. 
For sure. And I, I, and I appreciate that. And I'm going to say, I I, that. and just to piggyback oh, yeah, on that, I think the, the thing that I love about Cal, though, like I, I just met Cal last, I think it was last year maybe, yeah. on the morning show. And what I what I love about him is that, first of all, he don't take no excuses. So he turned those excuses into opportunities to do things. And the things that he's telling you to do, he's done already. So, like, it's a difference when somebody telling you some shit that they ain't never did. Yeah, it's you know easy, it's so easy like, to do, too. Yeah, it's easy to do that shit. But when he's telling you some shit that he's already, that he's actually practicing, and, yeah. like, you see it in the in the, in the the work, and in, and I call it art, in an art, because this is an art. Like, what he does is kind of an art. Like, the way he's reaching these kids at this point, like, it's something serious. And, like, yeah, that's all I had to say. Hey, man, <laughs> can I say hey. something? Most definitely. Go ahead, Ken. I'm looking at camera. My auntie Angie just chimed in and said, is it repeated? Angie is live. I'm here right now. It's live. There it's you go. And, and, and so, <laughs> so when we, and, so, go ahead, Cal. I, I, I just want to say, man, I appreciate everything you guys just said. Um, if you could, you know, uh, go in the office, get an envelope, and put $100 in each envelope so I can use that $100 to help wrap this RV. Uh, young man in the Puma shirt. We don't mind if you donate five thousand. We'll take. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> why, 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 Puma get the five racks? Why I gotta do the five thousand, man? I was gonna get a hundred. Because we already did it. Yeah, because of the glasses. Oh. Because of the glasses. Uh, me, oh, me, okay. me, me, me and Q are in Hey, I definitely uh, give. Um, does, does Miles? You have his information? Was that? Yeah, I, I got that you, man. Off, I ain't got five thousand, but I got something towards it. Okay, <laughs> right. Hey, hey, I have something. Why, why, why you playing Cal? Is doing the, uh, he's doing the, um, uh, an RV where he's going to travel around the country and, and work with boys and mentor boys to become fathers and husbands yeah. and give them wisdom and give them a, a light of a light of uh, truth to, so they can be better than who they are. Right. And so Calvin has been, and trust me, I haven't seen him at work. It ain't like he just talking. Right. Listen, listen. For sure. Um, I don't mind telling people my journey. You know, okay. I, I'm from State Fan John R. I'm going to represent that to the fullest okay. forever. Well, you, you know, east the side. So, watch this. Hold on. I'm going to see if you really from, from that east side. I'm from that way. Which street separates the east side from the west side? John R., man. There you go, guys. I'm man. from there. I'm yes, from there. There you go. But listen, you're listen. the first person who got that right on the nah, first side. Everybody only, say Woodward. Only niggas yeah. from the west side say Woodward. <laughs> no, only John niggas R. from the west side John say Woodward. You know that. So, listen, listen. I believe in, um, like, I'm not a Tupac fan, but that, that each one. Yeah, I'm sorry. Each one teach oh, no, one. I'm not, I'm not a Each one teach one. I believe in that. Um, I believe in um, no test, no testimony. I don't First of all, I'm sorry, though. Like, I, yeah, cause like you I looked like, up. You know, you no, know, I was just listening. You know, so I'm a Biggie fan. I just so. I like neither one of them. But anyway, Damn. no, listen. I believe in, um, I don't mind telling people where I come from, where I've been, and where I'm at right now. Yeah. Right now, I do not have it all the way together. You understand right. what I'm saying? I've seen some things in me in the last couple of months, and um, I shared them with you, Miles, you know. He's taking a picture, man. Let's get in on that. No, too, too oh, late. Take that, uh, take that shit you quick. Know, God damn. So, you know, just because you, you, know, you fighting, you fighting the good fight. You know, we still all a uh, work in progress. Facts. You know, Facts. but I, I've been. I had to go sit down for a minute, and I didn't want to sit down. But like I've told you, Miles, it was for a short time, but it was a correction time. That's yeah. one of the best things that ever happened to me. That's, but at least you can say that. But yeah, he, he turned this into but, a positive. But, but, but one thing for sure, here's the thing: what I, what I, you know, and I appreciate you said that. Mm -hmm. What I try to tell people is, uh, what Calvin, I know Calvin's still here, okay. 
We know Calvin Hill. Trust me. <laughs> Cal- Cal- you know the nigga still on the phone. You know Calvin's still on the phone. Cause trust me. Calvin know how to play. Way he playing. Calvin know how to play double dutch. Listen. Um, oh, he's jump right he's in. He jump right sure. in. So what I'm saying is, when we when we hear that though, y'all y'all have to hear what he's saying. He had to go sit down to become the person who he is. That doesn't mean that he enjoyed being in jail. Not right. at all. He did not say he enjoyed it, and this is what people get shit confused, Kev, right? When they hear it, they're like, oh, shit, that's just going to be a boat ride. No. No. So, sometimes it could be a boat ride to P-Valley if you're not right. <laughs> wow. So, um, no, I'm just being wow. honest. I'm being honest with you. Because, Shout out to my nigga Lil' Murder. But some people... <laughs> right, y'all think they're laughing that shit. <laughs> Some people think that prison is a thing of uh, a badge of honor. Badge of honor, for sure. And, and no, it's, and it's no. not, and that's not yeah. what he's saying. So no. I just wanted to clear that up, care for you, so people don't think that you're saying, "Oh yeah, you had to go to." Um, the reason why you probably didn't have to, the reason why you went to prison because you was able to. I don't want to say I don't want to put words in your mouth. Is it because you was able to hear God better? You was well, like, believe it or not, I already knew God. Yeah. I, just, I was just ignoring him. Right, that's what I'm saying. Um, um, but when you have nothing else to do, exactly. but look at you, you confined in a bathroom, right. literally, you're going to read that Bible back and forth. Right, that's you what I'm know, saying. You was able yeah. to and hear go look him. at yourself. So, yeah, so you're really take a good you know, look at yourself. Yeah, and I've always been the type of person, if you two guys say something about me, I'm like, damn, it must be true. Yeah. And I'm going to study it. You know, mm-hmm. I might say, fuck y'all. At right. first, but and when I get by myself, so, go find out. I'm gonna say, was there any merit to yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, any truth in that, you know. Yeah. So, like, but, like I know who I am in a sense. I ain't gonna lie, Kev, uh, Calvin, uh, Q, Nicole. I know exactly who the hell I am, right? I know all my strengths and I know all my weakness. But mm-hmm. you know what? You know what I love about me? What do you love? I admire my weaknesses more than I admire my strengths. Because me knowing and recognizing my weaknesses make me aware of where I'm weak at. Yeah. And most people It's don't. an opportunity. And it's an opportunity to improve. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, right now, I am, um, health-wise, I have muscle neuropathy, right? That's the weakness of muscle. Mm-hmm. They've been you. <laughs> oh, no, dog. No, <laughs> why you laugh so hard, dog? <laughs> no, why you laugh so hard, <laughs> Hold on, dog. Okay. See, Hold on. I forgot. You, you said you had what? what I neuropathy. You got I, it. I have muscle neuropathy. 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 So that's the weakness. Like, take for instance, um, I was athletic and I have not used the muscles in so long because I've been sitting at a desk for 15, 18 years. Mm-hmm. So I, I have not took it past the. Uh, the ex, the, where it need to be to where they weaken on their own. And right. so it affects the muscles that's in my knees and the muscles that's in my calves. You just need leg. to go for a walk, man. No, I need to go for more walks. <laughs> just walk. Yeah. This thing yeah, would never on. be laughing this hard, bro. Cal, you're not going to walk. You're not going to laugh that goddamn loud. Hey, dog out here in the gym, he like, he laughing at your shit. <laughs> you know what, Miles? I I'm was, only, um, I'm only laughing. I'm only laughing because <laughs> you, you was explaining this Right, like Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Cal, can I say something? Listen, 
Um, I've been knowing Miles many years, right? And we have so many things in common, right? And um, I said I said I was gonna stay in touch with him more than just you know business doing digital work for me and things like that. But uh, Miles is a powerful brother. I just learned the other day that I was older than Miles because he do come off on some Mufasa, James Earl Jones type (laughs) shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the brother, like listen, listen, listen. I don't really talk to guys if we ain't getting no money together. You know, Miles, I can just talk to him all day. Have a conversation. Like I just wish that, like I told him in in. in the break room, like it's too bad that we didn't have this mind. You tell this nigga been to prison. He called the kitchen the break room. Well, I was I was bigging up your spot, brother. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, the break room. Damn, I ain't even gonna lie. I was curious what he was getting ready to call. <laughs> I was waiting. Like, what are you gonna call? He called I'm breaking up y'all shit. See, I got work. So, 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 so listen. I, I whispered in his ear. I said, "Man, it's a shame that we didn't have this." Mindset when we was doing younger, doing yeah, you know, so it would be a lot further. No, you got you got to remember, Kev, you got the right mindset for right now because mm-hmm. you got to remember Kentucky Fried Chicken didn't launch till he was sixty two. Wow, and yeah. most I didn't know that. most entrepreneurs, brother, yeah. right? They grow into this. That's why you see senators and everything being still in them because they get seasoned. Yeah. For, they, for mm-hmm. their success. A lot of times when you're young, you take those shots. And a lot of us don't get the opportunity to, to build with people who had success. Very true. Uh, like Miles and, and things like that. So you in a good spot, brother. Yeah. And Cal, I like to say this because I'm a, a mentor of mine, I can't call George Frazier a mentor of mine. He said, if you become, once you become over the age of 62, your brain will be you will become more powerful than you've ever been on knowing who you are and who other people can be and will be because you are just beginning your life. Ain't that crazy though? Yeah. No It take you it take you a long time to figure out who you are. Like why is that though? because of the because of the because because of what Cal always said, what Kev just said, and what mm-hmm. we be talking about. Your your I, I say your y'all would say sir, I mean say y'all, but you had said circle. You mm-hmm. said circles. I believe in squares and triangles. Yeah. So it depends on what square or triangle you are in, right? Mm-hmm. If I have to be Nicole is smarter than me. Mm-hmm. You know, you are smarter than me. Anybody who's around me is smarter than me. I learn from you guys, whether you believe it or not. And I don't have to say it because I display it because you was like, because no matter Q, you would say, well, man, I actually got um, the acclimate of uh, saying uh, iCloud radio. iCloud radio. Cloud I got that from you. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but at the same time, you listen and you received it, right? Yeah. I just threw it out. And didn't hold on to it when you did. You right. feel me? Yeah, true so anybody who's anybody that I put myself in position to be around on a daily, weekly basis is because they are smarter than me. I am not. I'm just observant. Well, damn, that's, um, why, that's why you don't call me. I have to call you. No, no, you don't see. No, 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 but, 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 but think I'm dumb, man. Right. That's why they don't no, get you up. No, no, but no. Hear what I said. I said that's around me no, every day. Right, right, right. Um, right. Because anybody who's around me every day, they're smarter than me because I learn from them. I learn whether it be patience. 
whether it be um, know how to be calm. Cal is one of those people who teach you how to be a man around him at all times. He don't really accept the word nigga. If you say I know, it. and it was so hard. Right, I, right. I say nigga so much. Right, right. And, but, and then if you say nigga, you'd be like, I'm sorry. Hey, Cal, can <laughs> I ask you a question? Thanks. Cal, can I ask you a question? You sure can. The word nigga, and, and it's um, dealing with us, with us. Um, you don't look at it as a, as a term of endearment. Like, I never want to get rid of the N-word because... It only has the power that we give it, but they want to get rid of it because they can't say it. They can't say it right. So, how, what do you? What well, do you well, go ahead. That, that, uh, so, I, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you. They say it all the time. True, yeah, there you um, go. <laughs> nigger though, not nigger. Yeah, yeah. the right. er. And then, the and then, then you have to. In, in my context, when you say it's a term of endearment, and we have a uh, over what? Three, four, five million black males killed since the seventies. I I can't see it being a term of endearment. There you go. Right. Okay. And so, and so because it was meant to cause harm. You know, Proverbs seventeen and thirteen said, "If you take something negative and make it positive, it'll never leave your house." Never leave the house. Mm. I thought yeah, it was your heart, so you, but okay. How, how, so yeah. heart, how, okay. how and heart yeah. is considered the same. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Same yeah. thing, right? But yeah. when you when you see when you see that that the terminology, and, and of course we can determine on our own. I just know when we are using uh, words that don't include that, we get more vocabulary from um, from people. So, in other words, if I'm not addressing you in that term. Or you're not addressing me in that term. We share more words. Uh, okay. When we use that word, right? When we use that word, we cut it down and we start chopping and saying things in a different context. So that's that's my thing about it. And, and I'm glad I'm glad you said something about that because I'm a, I'm gonna I'm quote this again. I want you to hear this out loud. Everyone who can hear my voice, I want y'all to tune into this and really listen to the words that I speak. I said, the majestic whispers of God is left unheard. We are we let our emotions misguide our purpose effortlessly just to say, I tried. Damn, why, are our, why is our souls so entwined with undefined terminology? Mentally, we are so barbaric that we cannibalistically destroy our hearts through virtual disparity. No algorithms can collect the data fast enough in which God manifests from a simple thought. It was you. Life was given to you. You must live with the understanding that you don't know the problem is you. So when you talk about terminology, that is what I'm speaking of. When you speak of terminology, terminology would dictate your outcome every single time. That was you? Yeah. I, wrote, I mean, that's why I, that's why I pinned. That was you, though. I pinned you that. Pinned that. I pinned that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, he like, nigga, did you take that for somebody else? Plagiarism, <laughs> no. That's all right, nigga. Nigga, is that no, no, <laughs> no, no, that's me because in my life, I have witnessed and been around enough people who don't understand who they are. And the only reason why they are who they are is not just because of God, it's because that's who they are. You are you, and if you did, and if you and if you dictate the terminology that you receive incorrectly, you will be an incorrect motherfucker all your fucking life. Can I share mm-hmm. something with y'all? For sure. Um, and I don't want to keep talking about prison. But, no, but no, go ahead. Um, I remember my my father was the oldest of his brothers. It was five of them, him and his um two brothers and two sisters. Mm-hmm. Now my uncles on my father's side was 
gangster, treacherous, killers, right. whatever they were, right. whatever that definition of negativity was. They were. Right. They was what they were. So <laughs> I asked my father when I was about eleven or twelve. You know, I'm hip hop is in its early stages. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, pop some. How come you never been in trouble? How come you never been to jail? Because this is what I'm seeing everywhere around me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my father said, um, because it's just as easy to do right as it is to do wrong. wrong. Okay. Now, wait a minute. I thought that was the corniest shit he could say. It sounded corny, but it's you know, not. Hold on. I know. So I went to prison when I was 38, mm-hmm. right? When they escorted me to that 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 cell and they slammed that door, I heard two people's voice. Your father's? And it wasn't God. It was Tanja. No oh, God. Tanja Air. Shout out to the shoelace. <laughs> Shout out to the shoelace, right? I mean, you know, me and her go back. Right. And we had a little reunion the other day. The other day. There was a lot of crying and hugging going right, on. That, that's sure. what's up. So, so um, I heard my father's voice. It's just easy to do right as it is to do wrong. And I heard Tanja's voice. After I cried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cried. And I heard Tanja say, you are one of the most talented men I know. What are you going to do with it? So, so listen. That Say that way. one more time. She said, you are one of the most talented men that I know. What are you going to do with it? Dog, because that shit right there, it is some talented motherfuckers who done made some terrible, terrible yeah. decisions. And, and, so, and so I'm glad you said the word talent. For sure. Some people say smart. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in smart people. Mm. I just believe because if you because if you're smart, you won't make dumbass decisions. Mm. That's just how I believe because because <laughs> okay. either you, I see what you're saying. The problem is, I remember I, I, told, I always told the story of a white man coming to meet meet me at my office because his wife, who was black, came talking about another man. She he said another. Right, yeah. I never seen my wife come talking come home talking about another man and he had to see who his wife was talking about. Yeah. Well, the truth of the matter was, he said black men don't know how to be shrewd. Yeah. And I thought shrewd men being crude and rude, right? Because that's the hip hop side of me, mm-hmm. the rhyming, right? right? The truth of the fact is, I, there's very few black men who I know who's gonna say yes or no. Yeah, they're gonna say maybe. We like to shout out the fence a lot. Mm-hmm. You feel me? We don't really get down to the motherfucking nitty gritty. And can't and can hear me because I think you've seen me said it before. For most women, either you're gonna be a bitch or a hoe. And for most men in business, either you're going to be an asshole, right? Or you're going to be a fuck boy. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I say that with all integrity intended. No, I know, I know what you're saying. Like, and the, like you said about a shrewd businessman, if you, even yeah. if you look at, uh, for instance, uh, and I guess this is probably a, a, a popular instance, but if you look at Rockefeller, right? We was like, damn. Jay was like Jay did some whole ass shit, but in right. real life, no. he, he, he made a shrewd he made business decision. decision. He exactly to, right. So he had to know he had to know what side he was going to be on. Exactly. And when I tell so people, I get that. when I tell people, there there's two type of rich women. You get your Kim Kardashians. You have your Oprah Winfrey's. Mm. You don't have nobody in between. Right. Damn. You know, you said something about um, <laughs> about hip hop earlier, right? And um, y'all don't think hip hop has um. How can I say this? You don't think I know it has influenced our lives, mm-hmm. right? But you don't think hip hop is the reason why the um, state of the, the black family is the Ooh, way it stop, is now. Stop, 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 stop! I can't let you do it. I no. gotta let you do it. Because this, this is an age-old question. Uh, uh, hold on, I'm about to tell you. I'm gonna tell you the answer. 
No. You don't believe so? Here's why. I'm a, I'm a, I can't say yes or no. No, hold on. I'm a, I'm a, so I'm in between. Y'all got, y'all got concrete on. answers. You, you ready? I'm yeah. going to give you a concrete answer. Yeah. Because hip-hop is the most adolescent business on the face of this I'm planet. I'm not talking business, bro. No, that, I'm talking about, well, hip-hop is the most adolescent culture in America, in the, in the world. No, again, this goes back to... What what influences what? No, does no. art influence life so, or does so, life influence art, dog? Well, right. You so, can't yeah. win on this one, no, bro. It, like, yes, it, you it, can. No, not, hell no, no, you can't. Let, listen, go no, ahead. No, I'm going to break it down for you. It's not about winning. What I, was, what I will show you is this. Somebody break it down. What I will show you is this. <laughs> would you follow a two-year-old child? Absolutely not. That's hip-hop. No, it's not. Listen, hip-hop has only been existing for 49 years. It doesn't matter. No, listen. No, it does matter. No, it doesn't. I'm gonna show you listen. why. So, you, you you listen to country music? I listen to all genres. Country of music. music is the most suicidal music you ever gonna listen to. I listen to, to all genres. Hold I, on, listen. Country is the most suicidal music you ever gonna listen to. I'd rather listen to country than blues. Like blues no, depresses no, me. I'm no, sorry. no, no. They gave us blues. White folks called it blues. Uh-huh. They called theirs country. Okay. So okay. I'm gonna show you this. Country has the most violence in it than any other group of music. Can we get back to hip hop? I'm going no. to get him in a minute. I'm right. gonna get, I don't give a shit well, about country. Well, right, me neither. But I'm going <laughs> to show you this. They call themselves rednecks. Mm-hmm. They say, they, they talked about rape inside of their music. They talked about molestation inside of their music. Oh, yeah, we, we know they that talk already. about family. In, in, uh, incest, uh, incest. Yeah, all know. of that inside of country, and country is older than hip hop. Let me finish now, huh? They call somebody nigga in hip hop. Get him, get him, Nicole. Put the they camera. They never on. once said rape. <laughs> they put the camera. Hold on. On. <laughs> Hold on. They never said. So, they so, never. They never said rape. They never derogatory said anything about any other culture than there. Okay, so, so where where are we going? Because I, I thought I was, we was I, I was finna get him. Okay, yeah, so, so I thought we are we, we talking, talking about, about are we talking about hip hop influencing what's going on or yeah, what's going on influencing, influencing hip hop? No, because this is again this is hip-hop. the art this is hip-hop. the art versus life thing. Hip-hop you can't has fucked up. No. Yes. No, let me, we let me break it down. Created let, let me it break it down. Movie. Everybody is chasing something that they will never obtain. Let me finish. Now, I love every genre of music, right? But this hip-hop game, right? Um, everybody in here is 40-plus, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you go back to our music... No? No, Nicole? No, yes. Go ahead. If you go back to, if you go back to our to music... Start. Late 80s, when rap was rap, mm-hmm. it was feel-good music. I mean, uh, the, the toughest guy you was going... I'm talking before N.W.A. Mm-hmm. Rap was fun. It influenced our dress. It influenced the way we did things. And we said no Wait, to drugs. Did it, though? So, yes. No, so did hip hop influence the way we dress, or did the way we dress There's influence hip hop? No, we couldn't afford that shit. <laughs> no. Hip hop influenced the way we wanted to dress. Yeah, the niggas a, in Harlem like, and the Bronx was dressed like that. That's listen, why hip hop did listen, that. You remember the flea market? No. <laughs> you remember Detroit flea market? <laughs> yes. Seven Eight miles to quit. But you talking about Detroit flea market. So you talking about hip hop. Hip hop was a New York state of mind. So here, here's what I want to tell you, say this. I'm it's just a tough. It's tough. Yeah, y'all ain't let me make my point. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to no, 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 tell you, I'm mean, meaning to cut you off on this. I got things that I'm meaning to. I'm not going to say I don't the, mean the to. The three things that got us fucked up. It's us. It's us. <laughs> and the three things is the Cosby Show. 
Hell no. Hold on, man. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let Yo, me finish. I don't know where he going with that. I don't, I don't need. I don't know where he going with that. Hold on. Leave Bill alone, man. High school. <laughs> What about high school? Like oh, no. real life high school. Real life high, real life high school. school, Bill Cosby and, show. And the acceptance of slavery. Go back to high school. I was the shit in high school. I mean, <laughs> but, sorry, you, but, but you were in the shit when you were in the shit 13 years ago when you was getting locked up. Here's why. Because My, be, because <laughs> your, your idle mind between uh-huh. 9 and 12th grade uh-huh. got you in prison. So so here's here's the thing. What they got to do with the Cosby Show? Cosby, I, I'm, I'm gonna get him in a minute. Cosby oh. Show. Remember you you heard of Decon? Roach the Roach shit or the Ratchet? Ratchet, right? What about the what the fuck? Because if you know the behavior or something, you can plan it demise. Hold on, time out. Let's go back to Bill Cosby. I, I'm, I'm getting to Bill Cosby. Okay. Right. I'm curious. Uh, hold on. <laughs> if you know that if, now, Cal is with me. Cal, listen, Cal is a great listener. I'm not saying y'all, but fuck y'all right now. <laughs> so so um. When it comes to roaches and rats, uh-huh. if you know their behavior, you know how to kill them. That's anything, right? Right. Okay. When when white folks or people who meant us harm start seeing seeing that Bill Cosby, hold on, seeing that Bill Cosby, right, a black man and woman can lay in the bed and read a book together. Mm-hmm. A black man and woman can teach their children mm-hmm. how to teach other children how not to behave. When when you've seen another black man applaud their wife on getting a law degree, mm-hmm. when you've seen another woman getting a law degree applauding her husband to open up his own practice, when you've seen that, you knew how to kill it. So you you saying it wasn't good? He crazy. No, man. I ain't saying it wasn't. No. Okay. You just showed America out loud how we could be. Hold on. So you so you saying he shouldn't have? No, I ain't saying that. I'm saying that you jump something. So what are you saying? I'm saying you suffocate something once you see what it is. So no. you're saying he shouldn't have? No, I'm saying that it showed the blueprint on what we could okay, be. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. So it shouldn't have? I'm going to no, ask you a I'm question. I'm saying that it should have been a slower process. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question. So if you, if you, y'all, y'all hearing hear, hear about HBCUs, right? Yeah. What was the first show to show people about HBCUs? A different world. A different world. And, and what happened to different world after the fourth season? It got canceled. Know. And why it get canceled? I don't know. So during the process, I mean, I, they had to grow up and graduate. Wait, wait, so they weren't supposed to show so, it. No, so I'm about to show you. After five years of them showing HBCUs, what happened to HBC, HBCUs in real life? Um, they were underfunded. I don't know exactly. They were underfunded. You know, I know my shit. They exactly. were underfunded. And you know why they was underfunded? Why? Because they showed them how these people. So, could possibly so that's why I'm asking. So, yes. so they wasn't supposed to show it. It's not that they wasn't supposed to. So, it just wasn't the timing. Calvin, wait a minute. So, hold on, hold on. so wait a minute. So, so Cal- you said Cal- it wasn't the. T- so when the fuck is the time? I don't. I don't. I know. I know. I know what happened. <laughs> I never said I had the answer. So he shouldn't. Have, he shouldn't have done. I'm saying that Q. If you was a walkout, like how do you how do you not do how do you not do that? How do how does Spike Lee not do school days? Like how does this not happen? You talking about Spike? You know Lee y'all jumped off something. No, right? no, no. We not. I'm gonna show you why. But you know you, and why? Because they're underfunded. No, because he got pressured to do it. Because he owe. You know why he owe? Because every they're... black motherfucker wore Jordans and not hey, damn motherfucker. Hey, I don't give a fuck why he doing it. He doing it. I'm not about to see and have no conversation about somebody pressuring he doing it. I don't give a fuck. So they can get I get the back to the... 32 um, years I want to ask you a question before we get back. But he said that the Bill Cosby was a part of the problem. No, I, don't get no, it. I ain't say he was a part of the problem. What he, he was. Saying that. 
And what, he's listen, saying that they uh, never should have put the listen, magnifying. So he's saying that. I, hold on, I just want to know, Cal. What do you think of what I just said? It's bullshit. Cal sleep. He over there making a sandwich. No. He <laughs> what, he say, what he was saying was basically because of the example, it gave the system a reason to attack it. And so anything that you show or produce that can create quality family atmosphere that will shift, uh, just like the song Self-Destruction, you're headed for self-destruction, they just turned up more drugs behind it. Okay. So, the, so. The system, and so the system, the system attacks everything good. If you notice right now, even through the hip-hop, um, through the different stories, Notice how at one point you had um, you got two you got couples showing real life and then next thing you know what happens they end up under attack right and and you see this constantly when they show success and successful families it end up under attack so I, I agree. kind of understand exactly what he was saying. I agree 100. So I understand that. But so, so, what do you do? Not do it? No. What, so, what I'm saying is, it's no. Like, you, 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 you have to do it. What you, right. what you have to do is understand. What we have to do is understand that we can't be the gopher to shift from the examples that we see. Imagine if we maintain what we saw from the Cosby, how much better things would be. When he, what what they did was they pushed behind those the different images, the Tupacs and those images, and allowed those images to consume you, which what was now have these cats believe that they can be rappers without ever being able to read a book, without ever being able to do and and look at what they're pushing, and they they that's call what it, I said. that's not hip hop. Cal. That's not hip hop. Cal. But, but, but I wanted to put you in this mindset of where it originated from. Wait, wait. I was I was going to give you a timeline. I'm talking from Sugar Hill yeah. Gang to what we listen to now. I don't even listen. Oh, that shit yeah. sound the same. But, 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 but listen, the reason why the Sugar Hill Gang wouldn't have been a good example from, from me. I was just giving you a timeline. No, but I mean, even a timeline because okay. the timeline was saying rap over something that was already there. Use was already there. So what, what I'm saying is, again, when right, we, we break rap exactly. Yeah. So when we get when we get geeked about, mm -hmm. you know, what you get mad when you drive down the street? Too many stoplights, right? Mm -hmm. Who's to, who made the stoplight? Niggas, right. exactly. <laughs> Niggas. So, wow. So, so, what, so what I'm trying to say is, so when we hot and we want to go in the cool area, we want to go in the air conditioner, right? Right. Who made air conditioner? Who made air conditioner? Because we don't want to go up, the, up and down the steps. Who made the elevator? Niggas. Who made the light bulb? <laughs> So you take everything we done did, uh, a milestone, and making it bad. No, <laughs> I mean, no, what are you I'm saying? not making it bad. I'm getting it. That's what we, it feels like, though, right? No, no it don't. No, no. We I'm don't saying, celebrate. I'm saying, what you're saying that's what well, it feels like. Well, what you're saying. Saying. We, we celebrate foolishness. Exactly. We I agree. We don't celebrate. I agree. So if it wasn't for slavery, which was actually a glimpse of time, mm -hmm. it wasn't. It, 400 years and dealing with time is a second. Okay. okay, 495 years, 584 years, still is a second when you're dealing with time. Mm -hmm. And we don't celebrate that part about it. And we say it's the harsh thing because we look at the stuff that we shouldn't have been a part of instead of look what came out of it. The whole mail system is based off of slavery. Hey, Nicole, get him. Get him. 
I was beating on the table. She was uh-uh, don't do no, that. Talking about, uh, no, you're talking no, so so what I was saying was in our day, anybody that's forty plus. Hey, that nigga was telling. <laughs> it was it was. He did it. So listen, I have never seen. Hey man, good night, man. All right, Nick Cal. Thank you, thank you. We about to wind up. Good night, bro. We are we are friendly. I love you, bro. Oh, we are all, but you know. Oh, okay. Damn. Okay, we'll, I guess we have to wrap it up. I'm gonna come no, back next. No, week. no, that's we'll upload this. We'll upload this. We'll get we'll get out of here. But next week we will continue this. Okay, okay. All right. Thank so you tell, for having me. Tell people where they can find you at Kev. Uh, I'm not really a social media guy, so you can just find me at uh, Kevin Whitfield on uh, Facebook. And um, I want to point this out right here. This is near and dear to me. I just started my own production company, entertainment company, publishing company, and hopefully one day a filming company. It's called One Man Dynasty. And my first venture is this right here. Let me turn it into the camera right here. No, no, hold on. Just back up. Let's do that. Just back up. Back up. Back up. Back it up. Like right there, there you go. Right there. Okay. Right. One Man Dynasty it. presents Laugh Out Loud Comedy Cabaret, October 29th, 2022. Y'all come check me out, please. I got uh, my girl, Feed the Comedian, Marcus Gleaves, Buddy Love, and Uncle Smooth. And Buddy I'll, Love. And I'll be hosting it. Buddy Love. So, matter of fact, Buddy Love is on the show here every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on Shop Talk Weekly. That's my nephew. So that's nephew. Oh, really? That's nephew? Not biologically, but okay. I don't know. That's okay. I'm about to say he's funny family, looking. Family, family, family. That's, family. that's my guy. Okay. But thank y'all for having me. No problem. We, you Interesting conversation. We, we got to fit it. We got to do this shit we, again. Let's like, make we hitting the table. Oh, fuck all that. <laughs> fuck all that. Wow. We out of control. This nigga saying Cosby. Shit. I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. And I'm, I'm I understand what you're saying, but like, so what do you do? Like, not do it? No, what I'm saying is, we got to change our minds. Say they ain't got nothing to do with the creators doing no, that shit. Though. Very true, but I don't know if yeah. you know. Remember, it was a time where Cosby was. It was Cosby, Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, and Oprah was going to buy NBC. Mm-hmm. At that time, NBC was only selling for forty million dollars, and mm-hmm. they had to they had to rough up the money to do it. Mm-hmm. Bill Cosby couldn't let loose his bankroll like he had because why are you playing? At one point, he was worth four hundred million. No, at still one point, no, he's worth billions. Okay, and the problem is he couldn't let that loose. Because this was dealing with government funding money. The government came out in 1981, came up with something called 8A certifications. Okay. Him, Arthur Ashe, Dr. J, Mean Joe Green, and him develop a company. I don't know. Y'all got to look it up. I'm, uh, I'm definitely going to look So if you right. ever remember. All right, I'm listening. Dr. J and Bill Cosby had bought the distribution of Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola distribution and bottling, the bottling. in New right. York in 1983. Okay. In 1984, they bought Philadelphia's. And collectively, at that time, annually, it was worth $800 million Fuck. in the 80s. So, right now... Dr. Which is off rip some genius shit. Like, these well, niggas bought the bottling company. Right. Because, but you That's know why? Crazy. But you know why? I don't know why. Because... Bottling and distribution has liability. Mm. Coca-Cola and them don't sell pop or bottles. They sell syrup. They sell syrup. For sure. Yeah. So when you look at it like this, Dr. J and them own, Dr. J owns 89% of Coca-Cola bottling and distribution to this very day. Dr. Mm. J? Listen, yes. Mm-hmm. That's why, if you ever notice, he's the most well-spoken NBA hey, commentary. I'm going to tell you, low-key, who else got some stock in that bitch? John might not know. 
Earl Graves. Oh, m- most definitely. I don't think niggas knew that. But no, and the I'm only a, reason uh, I found out was because I did an internship there, and they was telling us the story. We had a fucking vending machine in there where we could buy Coca Cola for well, quarters. Well, well, guess what? I if, never knew that he had anything guess, to do with that. Guess what? Sto- guess what magazine we had to took the story first? Black Enterprise. Black Enterprise, and who was on the cover? Doctor Dre. Doctor And they, hold on, listen. Earl and, Graves and the lawyer. Llewellyn from Harlem. Yeah. Okay. Earl Graves, low key. We gotta have a whole conversation about Earl Graves. Earl Graves. I, is I a have beast. to say that I have to say that real quick though. I that was a moment in my motherfucking life. Because I did an internship there and crazy enough, shout out to my uh my brother in law, Angry Principal dog. I remember when I got the internship, he was like, Dog, so you get to meet Earl Graves? My goofy ass. I got an internship. Uh, you know who Earl Graves was. Bro, had an internship to this man's magazine and didn't know who the fuck he was. Earl and, dog, Gra- when I tell you I did that research and when I met this man in person. Genius. Fucking genius, dog. And, and, here's, genius. and here's what makes Earl Graves genius. He never told. He never said where the jewels were. Mm-hmm. He just put the jewelry in front of your face. Mm-hmm. So Earl Graves did it. And if y'all can't look it up, Black he got Enterprise. got his sons together, though. Shout out to Butch. <laughs> I don't know his son's names, but definitely one of, them was a, one of them was Junior, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you look it up, uh, Attorney Llewellyn and Dodger J is on the cover. It's a red and black cover mm-hmm. in the Coca-Cola plant. Coca-Cola colors. Saying that we bought Coca-Cola. Wow. Because when you buy a company, you nine times ten you buying the liabilities. You're not buying the IP of a company. I learned that because I've, I've been in a situation where you, it don't take that much to buy a company. Okay, you just got to be put in the right position. Right, right. right so on right. that note, yes, Q, you're right. Tell them where you're from. Forty two oh five. Where they can find Check you. me out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at eblockradio.com on the Wake and Bake Show, man. Shout out to my man's Angry Man and Monk Money. Monk Money! Tuesdays and Thursdays on the Rise and Grind Morning Show. Tuesday oh. nights right here on Girth. Wednesday nights on Word on the Street Podcast. Check me out on IG at Q.Lewis313. You already know what it is. Q yep. Lewis representing live. Y'all got to have you. Yeah. I have to come back. I have we got to. We got a whole conversation to have. Yeah. And yeah, I, sure. am, I am Miles Dixon. You can find me on the Rising Ground Morning Show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. If Jack Daniels is not involved. Dog, you feel me? Um, she got me fucked up. Yeah, it does. And we only had a glass. Uh, I think it was the pickles. Um, and you can find me right here on Girth at 9 ish o'clock. Damn, no. Nine and Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Fuck okay. it. Um, and I we keep pushing this shit back and back. But that's cool. We get doper and doper. 945. 945. Let's try 945. And, and shout out to Kev Whitfield for joining us today. Maybe he could be a a prominent, maybe he could be permanent. We got a, we got a good dynamic I would, I would here. like that. We got a good dynamic here. I would like that. I'm going to tell that. you why we got a good dynamic, because he be pressing this shit out your ass. Ain't nothing wrong with pressing me. Ain't nothing wrong with Hey, what was the title of the morning show today? Pressure. Pressure. I love pressure. Right, Until really? next time, thank you, Nikki Nance, for being our, our ones on the ones and twos to bring us to you. And we out. Peace. Peace. Yeah, that's a good dynamic. That